Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. Misty, thanks so much for listening. Some highlights from today's show. Hey, good morning. We're Kankel, Fritz, and Friends. Misty's got something good for you this morning. Chris Jackson is the custodian at Unity Grove Elementary in Locust Grove, Georgia. And when teachers saw him walking to work every day all of a sudden, they found out his card broken down and he didn't have the money to replace it. But he was so dedicated to his job at the school that every day he was walking two miles to and then back home from work. So just so impressed with his commitment to his job and providing for his family, they got together and they took up enough money to buy him a used car so he didn't have to walk anymore. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that the sweetest? Yeah. Yeah. Just shows how much they appreciate him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, parenting experts say the number one thing parents are forgetting to teach their kids today is simply how to enjoy life. Oh, we bombard them with the idea that happiness comes from a consumption, but what chil- children truly appreciate are experiences. What's an experience your mom or dad gave you that you never forgot? Or maybe one you've given your child? Mm. Oh my goodness, there's so many. My grandma was so big on experiences, and I just remember the walks that we took, her trying so hard to get me interested in nature. <laughs> oh, that is funny. But I just remember like no no day was the same with her whether she was getting the little china thing out and we'd do like a hot cocoa party or she was watering the flowers out back and she'd like put your bathing suit on and she'd spray me every once in a while it was just always something and I just I love that that's <laughs> for, fun for us it was road trips without technology oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. um, just getting out as a family and driving all over the state and I'm so grateful for that because I married a man who likes to travel all over the state <laughs> come in handy mom and dad thank so you so it's good that you like it because you're going to be doing it oh that's oh, hilarious yeah. you know growing up in Seattle Washington in the northwest is pretty gorgeous we'll just put it that way mm-hmm. and all the different places that we went hiking and um yeah i need to do that more with sam more outdoorsy yes. type fun things um but how about you triple eight triple eight ninety nine seventy six you can text us at five eight three two six mindy is with us what do you got i always told my kids invest in people and experiences not things mm, yeah and always say thank you, but never expect a thank you. Jesus healed 10 people in one day, and only one came back to thank him. Mm. Do you honestly believe you deserve any more appreciation than our Lord and Savior? Oh, wow. That's a new perspective. Yeah. Well, if we live our lives kind of determined on how the feedback that we get from people, it can be depressing because exactly. they don't give you the feedback you want all the time. Right. So, yeah, I like that. That's a great idea. What you do for other people is between you and God. Yeah. How they accept it is between them and God. That's good. Thank you, guys. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. Wow, what good advice. Yeah. Jesus wasn't thanked. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Man. sighs> All right, what do you got? Give us a call. 888 You can text us at 58326. This research says that we aren't really showing our kids how to enjoy life. It's all about success, you know, 
I think that is most of our mo when it comes to a parent. You're like, go, go, go. Mm, yeah. You, you, yes. you, you be good. <laughs> what you do. Andrea's with us from Chattanooga, Tennessee. You're talking about your childhood. My mom would always try to think of creative ways if we didn't have a lot of money to do fun things with us. So one night we pretended that we were in the 1800s and had no lights on and we cooked over a fireplace. She said, we're going to pretend like we have no lights because it's the 1800s. And so we're going to play games by candlelight and we're going to cook over the fire so we know what it was like. And it was really because our lights had been turned off. Oh. Oh. She made it to where we never even knew that, which I secretly knew, but my sister never suspected. Oh, my goodness. She always taught us how to live very high class, even if you got your stuff from the Dollar Tree. Oh, um, yeah. So, so good. She, wow. she taught us how to appreciate and that we could always do things with small amounts of money, that we could still make things nice mm-hmm. and beautiful. And mm. my dad's a very hard worker, so I would sit at night and help him count his change. And usually that went for my lunch money. Oh, wow. For us to get gas. So I love the count change. But what's amazing to me is you obviously didn't have a lot of money growing up, but they didn't talk about that. Yeah. No. And they always said God provided, and he always did. We always had something to eat, and we always were able to have clothes that we needed. Well, you know what your parents were doing is calling things that are not as though they are. They're not mm-hmm. acting like they're, they're not right. telling you that, that we're poor or that we don't have a lot of money because God always came through. Mm-hmm. Right. They're That's just right. living out God will provide. Exactly, you know? Sally. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And demonstrating how amazing the provision was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. That's I love that. Experience hope. Family Life Radio. We're learning the best thing you can do for your kids is give them an experience, not so much a thing. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Connie is with us. How about your experiences growing up? About the experiences, I just wanted to let you know, my mom and dad took us, we went camping, and we got to see so much of the country just by camping. That is fun. My dad at first didn't want to buy a camper. He was absolutely against it, and then he bought it, and then he couldn't get enough of it. Some of my fondest memories growing up are camping with the family. That yeah, mm-hmm. it was a blast to me as a kid. I don't know why. There's I just truly something it. about uh, the hardship of it. There's something about being uncomfortable and figuring out mm-hmm. that that's okay. Oh. <laughs> Dare I tell you what oh, I remember yeah. from my one camping experience? That's because it's just one. What happened? <laughs> we woke up and there were scorpions clinging to the outside of the tent. Oh, Whoa. well, that was the outside of the tent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little too close for comfort. <laughs> Maybe you've noticed that your mindset is just on autopilot. It's not easy to change it. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. But we saw this and I thought, wow, perspective changes everything. If you fail, never give up because F-A-I-L means first attempt in learning. Ooh. Think about all the inventors and how many times they failed. Yeah. To finally succeed. And Absolutely. is mm-hmm. not the end. In fact, END means effort never dies. <laughs> and if you get no as an answer, I love this one. Remember, NO means next opportunity. Oh, so true. 
Uh, okay, I had to think about that. But you don't, you don't have that mindset initially. It's no, I failed. Wow, I really stink, you know? But really, how do you change that in the moment? Or maybe it's premeditated. You just need to think that way as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, and the other thing is, I think a lot of growth doesn't happen unless you do fail. Exactly. You learn how to be better. You learn how to move forward and show yourself a little grace in those moments. And a lot of times you learn how to deal with other people as they're failing mm-hmm. and, yes. and being able to walk them through that experience. A little empathy, right? Yeah. yeah. A little empathy for people along the way and kind of reaching out. Um, I love John Maxwell. He writes kind of leadership books and he says, when achievers fail, they see it as a mom- momentary event not a lifelong epidemic. That's right. I love that. It's not not the determination of the rest of your life. It's just a moment in time. So freeing. That can be overcome. Maybe you've got an overcomer story from failure. Man, we'd love to hear it. 888-888-9976. You can text us at 58326. You know, if you fail, never give up because F-A-I-L means first attempt in learning. We're just talking about changing our mindset today. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've been afraid of failure and it's held you back. Man, go for it. Try things. See what happens. Jackie is with us from Phoenix. You were calling about this. There was something my mother always told me. It was even the fear of attempting. Mm-hmm. She always told me she does never fear a no. Because if you receive a no, your life doesn't change. Your life stays exactly the same. But oh. if you never ask, you will never get a yes and your life will never change. Mm. Wow. She goes, so ah. you never fear a no. That's good. Huh. And I think that we can apply that to anything you attempt to do or think about doing, but you talk yourself out of. You don't know if you're going to succeed if you don't try. Exactly. Because we all do feel fear of failure. But if you never attempt, you're never going to know what you can or are capable of. You don't know the gifts God gives you without trying. And so you fail anyway. (laughs) I don't guess it occurred to me that you're no worse off. You concentrate so hard on that no, it doesn't occur to you. Nothing has actually changed when you get it. I guess the only thing is the pain of a no. True. Yeah. Right. That's that's what we focus on. Right. But circumstantial. It doesn't change. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. You're fearing something that may not even happen. (laughs) So if you're listening today, why not just try? Why not just ask? Go for it. Yeah. Exactly. Put the one foot in front of the next and see what you can do. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Family Life Radio. You know, some kids may not be able to have much of a Christmas this year, but you can change that. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Yeah, life can be difficult for kids. And a lot of these kids don't, you know, the families don't have a lot. By the way, I'm going to... I'm going to go out into our lobby here and we, we've got a box mm-hmm. that you can drop off toys in Yeah. here at the radio station. I'm going to, I'm going to, mm-hmm. all right, you guys carry on. I'm going to okay. go see how many toys we got in there. This is really fun though. It's an opportunity to just give the gift of hope by dropping off a new unwrapped toy uh, through our sister ministry, Youth Haven. There are some other local nonprofits between now and and the end of the month, and uh, you know, we just want to make sure that these kids get these toys by Christmas. So, for a toy wish list and 
Well, to find out those find out those drop-off locations, just visit myflr.org or text the word TOY to 58326. Well, Kank, are you back? What's going on? No, here he comes. Here, hold on. Down the hallway. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Guys. What? What? There's nothing in there. No! Although I know what? they just put that box out there. Okay. That's sad. Oh. Can't let this go on. If you are in the Tucson, Arizona area. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could just drop one off here at the lobby. That'd be fun. Y'all come on by. Yeah. <laughs> we apparently moved our headquarters to Texas. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I got to tell you, I had the opportunity when I was in Country Radio participate in something like this. We would have a list of kids that people would call in and you could get a toy for them. And there's one family that didn't have anything next to their name and my wife and I went to the the Toys R Us and had a great time. Hmm. We didn't have any kids at the time. It was a blast it really buying is. toys. Yeah. It really yeah. is fun. So why not go for it? Have fun doing that. Again, uh, go to myflr.org for all the locations and get that toy list for those kids. And have a blast. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. It will. I promise. Yeah. Guaranteed. By the way, you can also text the word TOY to 58326. Hey, do you have any good news to share? Give us a call at 888-888-9976. Melanie is with us. Give us your good news. Well, I lost my husband three years ago. Mm. I started going to a singles group for our church. And I met a guy, oh, an amazing man that lost his wife two and a half years ago. And we started going out and dating. Things just progressed and we fell madly in love. <gasps> and about two months ago, he asked me to marry him. <laughs> and we're getting married in January. And wow. I feel like I'm living a fairy tale. <laughs> How fun. He spoils me right. He calls me his queen. I love that. But he is the most wonderful, godly man, and I just adore him with every bit of me. The last two or three months has been crazy. So, it sounds like it. Well, I've, I've had so many bad things happen over the last three years, and it's like all of a sudden God is saying, you know what? We're giving you back everything that the enemy has taken from you. Mm. I just, I'm still like in awe and every morning I wake up and just praise God for, for all of these blessings. I mean, this man, he doesn't get upset about anything and he always looks at me because I'm a real high anxiety person. Uh -huh. Anybody who knows me will know that. And he has brought my anxiety level down to almost nothing. So it's... Wow. Sounds like high anxiety got, is going to get married to even keel, which is... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> he just looks at me and smiles and says, Baby, it's going to be all right. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. That's great news. All right. Thank you. Y'all have a great day and thanks for all your music. Oh, well, thank you, Melanie. Hey, we want to hear your good news. What's God doing in your life? Give us a call right now at 888 Maybe you have this problem at uh, work or between family members or friends. The reply all button on email. Oh. Uh, 
which by the way is an would extra somebody step. just cancel it yeah who came up with this and I don't mind when it's something that everybody needs to be involved in there are obviously times it is totally appropriate to use reply all but I feel like every place that I have worked has had an issue where everybody replies all to everything that comes through even when they're like, hey, can we get your lunch order for Friday? And like, you'll start seeing, or I don't need to know what you want for lunch. Just reply to the person. Like, what is this? So, yeah, especially lunch orders. Know, why? Yeah, I why? don't need to know that you're not getting a cookie. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you chose the chicken salad. I exactly. hope you enjoy it very much. Right. Leave me you. out of that. But oh. yeah, so I, and this is, I'm, this place is no different from other places I've worked where there's a big reply all problem. We do. We, we mm-hmm. have a very big reply all problem. And so I've, I've, you know, kind of like talked about it for a while. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I'm going to stop talking about it and I'm just going to match the energy. <laughs> I'm going to see oh, where this just takes me. More the merrier. You're jumping right in. I'm jumping in and I'm replying all to every reply all that comes through. I have noticed no. more of that from you, yep. Misty. And what I like oh, to no. do is I like to find, um, it's usually an animated GIF, gift, depending on how you pronounce it, um, that is kind of related, but also a li- obscure enough that I hope people go, I'm sorry, what? And take a second look at it. And I also have a dedicated folder now to <laughs> resurrecting things that finally went away. Oh, so you're going to bring Misty. it back up I'm going to bring it back. Oh, no. It's just a little social experiment to see how deep the reply all can go. You're not going to you're not going to cure it. I'm not. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to resurrecting I'm it. I'm going to oh, make no. the problem worse. I kind of like this Misty, in a way. I think because you're taking something you have disdain for mm-hmm. and you're really leaning into it. I am. You're like <laughs> We're just going to ride this raft all the way to the end of the river and over the waterfall. Experience Hope. Family Life Radio. Family Life Radio. Opportunity to hang out with Ann Wilson. And that specific song, where did it come from? I wrote that song out of the place of losing my brother and really just walking through what that looked like to to lose a loved one and walking through grief and loss in that way. And it was a really hard season of losing Jacob and just a lot of trauma and heartbreak. And I remember writing in my journals every day after he died, I would write at the end of each page entry that God got me through another day. And I needed to know and I, I wanted to prove to myself that God would pull me through the tragedy. And I was looking back in my journals and I realized that I had never written any other name referring to God other than my Jesus. So I'd never written Lord, Jesus, God, any other name. It was always like, thank you, my Jesus, for another day. And I love you, my Jesus, or whatever. And I I brought that title into the writing room. I was writing with Matthew West and one of our other good friends. And we just started throwing around all these concepts. And and I said, hey, I have this idea of writing a song about my Jesus. And Matthew West had the same idea and the same title that day. He brought in the same title. And Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) Right? I know. It was, it was crazy. And we knew that it was a special song. And we wanted, I, I think it really just captures the heart of having a personal relationship with the Lord and that being your foundation of everything. And then me kind of inviting the world, like, hey, let me tell you about my Jesus. And like, my Jesus can change your life too. So it's a really, really um, meaningful song. And I just love the heart behind it. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for how the Lord has used this song to, I mean, it's just insane how he's impacted so many lives with it. It's Kenkel Fritz and friends with you. Saw this, it was actually a comedian, 
uh, talking to a millennial about what it was like to be Gen X growing up, and they were wondering how we survived. <laughs> and maybe, maybe you're of that generation, and if you're not, this is what it was like. Yeah, we really did drink from the hose. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Because you weren't <laughs> allowed back in the house. You were yeah. just told That's to right. go play. Um, and in the summer... It was hot water. It was. It was like it scalded your vocal cords on the yeah. way down. We were the last generation to really not wear seatbelts. Yeah. Right. Mom's arm. Nope. That was what saved you every time. <laughs> this arm with a little bit of a uh, yep. little loose, you know, that was right against your face in case you get the brakes. My favorite place to lay one on a car trip was in the back window. Yes. <laughs> in a sedan up there, up above the seats. Yeah. Is that uh-huh. what you're talking about? Yes. 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 Exactly. <laughs> all all Kids the sun don't rays. Listen to me. Yeah. If, if you got hurt, you know, your dad would tell you just rub some dirt on it, walk it off. What was that red stuff in the bottle that, I mean, like, oh. honestly, you could lose a limb and they'd put that on it and send you back out to play. And it hurts. What was that? Did I I don't know what that was. Something. No. Had the little it dropper. Curachrome. Yeah, What's something that? like that. that. That sounds right. It was the worst. Yeah. So the, so the truth is that we're it's a miracle we're here. I don't know how we made it, but if you're the child of the 70s and 80s, you right? somehow, yeah. I, I was talking with a friend that I went to elementary school with last night, actually, and we were just talking about the playground. I don't even know how we got out of there alive. They had like the, the, the monkey bars hanging over like a cement block. So yes. if you fell uh-huh. from that, you fell directly onto your head on, on the, the cement. Concrete. Exactly. And, and they walk it off again. The rusty merry-go-rounds that the whole goal was to fling somebody off uh-huh. or make somebody get sick. There yes, was all yes, manner yes. of entertainment for children that was geared towards injury. Yes. Pain <laughs> and suffering. Exactly. It's time for the Joe Report. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this feeling take control. What's bringing you joy today? We want to hear. Give us a call at 888-888-9976. Lisa is with us. Give us your joy report. Okay, about three months ago, I surrendered my life to God, and I've been clean three months. I'm with my family. I'm so happy. I have no cravings. I have nothing. Like, he completely removed it. It's, like, miraculous. Whoa, wow. no cravings at all. None whatsoever. Nothing. It's gone. I have nothing. There's no wanting, no need, no nothing. I just serve Jesus. Wow. wow. That's a miracle. Yes, it is. Like my kids, you know, my kids are like so. We go to church and they give their testimony on me, and they're like, "It's a miracle." I have my mom back. Oh, praise oh. God! My family's trying to go to church now. It's this is amazing. I can't believe it because I struggled with addiction for 15 years, and I surrendered. Mm. I gave it all to God. I said, "God, if you're real, you're true, you're there." I know Him my whole life, but this time I laid it off the altar and I said, "Take it. I'm done." Praise the Lord. If you're really God, a God, take it. Oh, and it's gone. I have no cravings. Like it's, I even look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, is this real? <laughs> <laughs> I just praise Jesus. So thank you guys. You're awesome. I love your music. When the devil tries to come get us down, we praise the Lord. Uh, Me and my family yeah. live by that. <laughs> hey, we know that song. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what great news. Yes, yeah, so thank you guys so much. Just keep doing the good work out there. That music, the devil's trying to get us down and can't. He can't. <laughs> 
Yep. Just keep praising the Lord. Praise God. Well, thank you. I, w- I would say that this is officially a joy report. <laughs> yes, amen. <laughs> so what is bringing you joy today? Hey, tell us right now at 888-888-9976. Maybe you've heard of it, a monk experience. So... Megan Sauer, she took this two-day vow of silence, a leave of absence from all technology. Mm-hmm. Call it this monk experience where you intentionally remove all of that stuff huh. for 48 hours and see what happens. And this is what she noticed. When she stressed, social media and TV don't necessarily didn't make her feel any better. In fact, she realized the information overload multiplied her thoughts, propelled her to more anxiety. Mm. She also learned how to sit with her feelings, both negative and positive, without crowdsourcing her emotions to other people. Oh, social media. Wow, that's a big one. It is. I don't guess I ever thought about that, but yeah, we're so accustomed to having input on every Mm -hmm. thing that we do and feel Mm -hmm. that we start to rely on it. She knows she feels better when she slows down. Silent walks help her work through a lot of things in her mind, as well as Noticing the beauty around her in a way she never did before. Huh. You know, one thing that I thought of, yeah. when you've got that phone with you, when it comes to those negative feelings or when you're not doing well, you're distracting yourself mm-hmm. from you. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, because I think I agree with that. I think we feel uncomfortable dealing with something and so let's just ignore it. It's just kind of mm-hmm. if we can if we can get buried in a game or in something in social media or something else, or you're on TikTok watching nonstop videos, you don't have to deal with how you feel. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the emotional version of if I don't open that bill, it doesn't exist. That is actually that's one hundred percent true. You're right, Misty. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're avoiding ourselves. Mm-hmm. What if we mm-hmm. could somehow get past that and deal with? some root problems nah let's forget yeah. that and go yeah. back to your phone yeah. <laughs> oh goodness easy way right. hope you enjoyed the podcast we'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram where you can share your good news or joy report just look for and like FLR mornings thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast heard on Family Life Radio we would appreciate it so much if you could rate review and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts you can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.